Hello, gorgeous, and welcome to another episode of Gala Loves Everything. This is a really special episode because I have made the executive decision to spoil you with a snippet of Vortex Fest. So at the end of the day at Vortex Fest, I had all of the speakers come on stage and we answered questions that our audience had submitted. And this is an amazing lineup. It's Colin Bedell, also known as Queer Cosmos. It's Natalia Benson. It's Chelsea Diane. It's Angel Phoenix. It's Hella Weston, Lucas Mack, and myself. This is a wild ass setup of people, and they really knocked it out of the park with these answers. And I think you'll be really pleasantly surprised by their true, deep authenticity and no holds barredness in these answers. The answers are extremely real and raw. And I feel like that kind of thing can be quite rare on a panel. Often I find that panels are more about people trying to promote themselves or save face or look a certain way. And I really felt that this panel was primarily geared around actually helping the audience as much as possible. And I'm so proud of that. And it was such an amazing part of the day. And I thought, you know, we have a video of this. Let's share it with the world. I think it'll blow your mind. And if some of these people are new to you, Colin, Natalia, Chelsea, Angel, Hella, Lucas, then I really recommend that you check them out. They are all people who are going to be featured heavily in the Vortex Iconic this coming year, and they all have such a special type of magic that I just think you're going to love. So enough of my preamble. This is the panel, and by the way, doors are open to the Vortex, and if this is the kind of thing that you want more of, you can have it for $99 a month. This is just a, a drop in the pool. The Vortex has over 300 masterclasses in it. It has two live classes every single week with different experts teaching amazing things. And I know you're going to love it. So come check it out. The link is bit.ly slash iconic vortex. And I'll see you in there. I hope you enjoy this panel. I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments. Mwah. Are you guys having a good time so far? That makes me so happy. So we up here are going to be doing a sexy panel for you. <laughs> so this is your opportunity to get some questions answered. We had some submitted, which I'm going to read out. And we also are joined by DJ Natalia Benson who I love so much, and I was like, this woman's got wisdom. We need to have her up here. Hi. Here he is. All right, we're going to shift along. Okay. So let's start with the first question, and you guys, there's mics, so just pick it. Whoever's first. It's like quick draw, panel. No pressure. Okay, I really love this question, which is, if you want to completely start over, where, what, how would you start? Can I say something on the back of what I just said? Yes. If you want everything to change, the next time you wake up in the morning, ask yourself, how can I prove myself wrong today? If you wake up wanting to prove yourself right, everything's going to stay the same. If you're willing to run in the opposite direction of everything you would do, every decision you would have made prior, et cetera, et cetera, you're going to get to a different destination. So if you want to start everything over, start by doing the opposite of what you would usually do, 
and make a commitment to being wrong about everything. Being wrong is actually really hot. I love to do something and then be like, I changed my mind. <laughs> and I reserve the right to change my mind as much as I like, and you should too. Anyone else have something to add to this question? Yeah. I see you. So something that when you're having those line in the sand moments in your life, I like to call them. What's the vision and what's the why? Because as gorgeous angel, I can't put it any better. I second, fifth, 50th, everything she said. And what is your why for being willing to leave? Because most likely the start over and where you're at maybe feels safe or there's some, I, I don't know, I don't know the full situation, but often it can feel scary to step into a whole unknown because there's a new identity that wants to birth. What's the vision? Why are you doing it? Is that helpful? Know your why. And then look at that North Star because it's going to help. It's the diarrhea bath. Obsessed. We'll never forget <laughs> that forever. It will help in those dark moment of the soul. What's that dark night of the soul? moments where you're just like, why am I doing this? Why would I leave this safe harbor for the, for the seas? So know the why and the North Star. Sending you so much love for that. Anybody else? Yes. I have a little nugget. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Thank you, Natalia, for the inspo there. I was like, I got nothing right now. I'm going to leave it. And then it came. And what I want to speak into here is this statement starting over and I just want to invite in the possibility that starting over is actually an illusion and it's a limited way of looking at the situation you can't start over that's actually an impossibility even if you die you are not starting over the journey continues so whatever you think you're losing, maybe you're looking for your own certainty and value in the wrong place. And if you go inside and you remember that whatever is dying is not you because you cannot die. And that's where this becomes a deep fucking spiritual conversation, right? Your essence is your worth, your essence is your value, and your essence is something that you are cultivating and embodying, whether you're in the diarrhea bath or in the fucking golden Versace bath. <laughs> There's always development happening, so you're not starting over, you're just in a different season of your development. That's real juicy. Okay, this one, I'm going to alter a little bit, but name a time when your tools helped you the most. <laughs> oh, I guess it, she's calling me out. Um, my tools were acquired from... Um, I, when I was 12, I was diagnosed with stage 4 melanoma cancer. And I had three months to live. 
And so that's what that massive scar is on my leg. And so my, my tools were acquired by facing death at an early age. And so any, but any, everybody has their own deaths that they've faced throughout their life. And so in that moment, you know, you're given everything great, as Angel was saying earlier. So everything, my entire life was born out of that perspective change of, um, I remember waking up and being like, oh my God, I'm alive today as a little girl. And, um, I still wake up with that. <laughs> and so whatever you're going through, the, the nugget, the gold in the death that you're going through is what's going, and you gotta carry that to the next one, right? And carry that to the, and that's your tool. That, those are your tools. The tools go through jumping through the window when the door's on fire, you know? Yeah, that's I think. I've got a good. No, never. We don't want them to stop. Yes. That is Yeah. For me, so people would think like my tool is tapping, and so let me tell a story about when tapping has really helped me. But actually. Uh, earlier in the year, when I came to a point of, I don't even know how to describe this point, like just a deep, low, something has to change moment, I leaned on all of them. The first one was tapping, the second one was awakened breath work, the third one was hypnosis. And working through and with all of those tools is what helped me make a radical shift in my life. And the big shift I wanted to make was letting myself feel uncomfortable emotions and not tapping them away, not manifesting them away, not whatever. Because what I realized, and those of you who read Venus Codes know this, I realized that when I wasn't able to access the depths of my emotion, the unpleasant emotions, I couldn't be emotionally present in my relationship. And I couldn't feel the highs or the lows, and I couldn't offer true intimacy because I didn't feel anything other than, I'm good, what's the next project? So for me, it was calling on all of those tools, really, and putting myself through a fucking emotional boot camp and doing it. And Angel knows voice messaging, and she was like, the cost of you doing this or the cost of you not doing this is so massive, you have to do it. You have to make the leap. And I think another tool for me in that moment that was really important was leaning on my friends who were in touch with their emotions, like Natalia, and being around Hella and being getting advice and inspiration from people who had what I wanted to have and asking the right fucking people. Don't seek advice from people who don't have what you want. 
seriously, it's so important. We're like, hmm, my life sucks. Let me talk to my friend whose life is a fucking train wreck about it. <laughs> this, she's not going to help you. She might be well-intentioned, but she can't help you. So you have to go to the right people at the right time. That's my answer. This is such a good question. I kind of want everyone to answer this if they can. <laughs> I like the question, it starts with when, like this has happened for you already, but maybe it hasn't, so let's go there. When did you release the need for outside validation? And what helped you get there? Let's go, Lucas. So for me, it was realizing whenever I was dimming down my shine to please others, I wasn't being my authentic self. And in not being my authentic self and not really expressing myself and showing up to my full potential, I was dishonoring and disrespecting the gift that was given to me, which was my life. And in knowing that deeply and feeling that within every part of my soul, it was really about giving myself permission to be seen and take up space because that was my motherfucking birthright. And if I wasn't giving myself permission to do that, not only was I holding myself back, I was holding everyone else back because I wasn't being a, a permission slip for others. And I believe we're all permission slips for, permission slip for other people. And the world wants the real you. The world needs the real you. The world needs you to share your unique gifts. The world needs your authentic expression. The world needs the real you. So that's about taking yourself down off the podium, you know, not trying to be a perfectionist, not trying to have it all figured out, and just moment by moment listening to your fucking intuition and taking the next step because that's all that's required and everything else, you know, all the fear and the limitation and the bullshit and the negativity and the self-judgment, all of that is just an energy leak. It's just draining us, but it's not our truth. It's just our fear. And fear, as we know, is often false evidence appearing real. So it's about moving beyond that and giving yourself permission to be who you came here to be. Are we doing a line or a, okay. <laughs> Systems. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be completely real right now and say that I have not fully let go of fear fearing and caring what people think. I do care what people think and I do have fear come up about rejection and judgment and people laughing at me behind my back and thinking that I'm crazy and that I'm fucking weird and not credible to be talking about the things that I'm credible. The list goes on, right? The inner critic still comes up, but what I have made a decision on is that I will not let that dictate my choices, especially not in things that actually matter to me. Like my purpose, like being of service, like getting really honest with myself and going, okay, what will you actually, I mean, the topic of death, it's a thing, right? It's coming up today. What would I actually look back at in my life if I was on my deathbed and be like, yeah, I really regret that I didn't lean into that. And so I just make a decision, fuck it. 
I'm going to quiver. I'm going to shake. I'm going to have vulnerability hangovers and sometimes want to go and curl up in a ball in bed and feel like I bombed the fuck out of that thing that was really important to me. And I cringe at myself sometimes. But I don't let that stop me. So that's my answer. I, I love my people. That's it. I just, this is so fun. Like, community is the fucking coolest thing. Okay, shut up with the precursors. <laughs> Seeking validation is normal. Right? Wanting people to, anybody with a good girl kink will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it is completely normal to be want to be told, good girl, <laughs> and also, you're doing a great job, and I see you, right? Visibility is crucial. Like a lot of the work that I do in visibility coaching is taking people to the ICU unit. So instead of intensive care, it's the ICU unit. So witnessing people and feeding that validation that's starving so that they create feedback loops where they can learn to self-source that validation, right? And get validation from the right people. Hence, don't go and talk to people who are just going to feed the beast of that negative feedback loop. Surround yourself with people who are going to tell you you're fucking amazing. Because in the moments where you feel absolutely terrible, the people who tell you they love you and that you're worthy of being loved, that's exactly what you need in the temporary moments when you don't have the strength to love yourself and keep going, so on and so forth. So validation is incredibly important. You know, we need connection. We need to be seen. That being said, <laughs> I believe that loneliness is the prerequisite to leadership. And I believe that part of becoming who it is you're meant to be is untangling yourself from the stranglehold of needing other people and needing to be seen and needing to be validated. And boy, oh boy, do you become one tour de force to be fucking reckoned with when you don't need anybody to tell you anything because you're able to look at yourself gracefully in the mirror and tell yourself exactly what it is you need to hear. Right? That is the shit that <laughs> gets it done. Um, so yeah, get the validation from the people that matter and source strength in your self-sourcing of validation in the moments when you're not. And my biggest piece of advice for you here is you can't turn anybody on if you're not willing to turn anybody off. And the beauty in being polarizing is that the people who will fall in love with you and throw money at you for being 100% you, being the bold beacon of fucking weirdo and waving your super freak flag as high as you could, those people are gonna be like, ah, I see myself in you and for the first time I see me. And because of that, shut up and take my money, right? If you try and be vanilla, if you try and placate everybody because you have this crippling fear of being disliked and rejected, etc., it's going to keep you from your dream people. It's not worth it. So be the anchovy, waffle, butter chip, peanut butter, weird-ass chili, jalapeno ice cream cone. Because <laughs> you know what? Sounds crazy, but I bet you that there are a thousand people in the world who have been waiting for a flavor like you. Vanilla needs validation. The other guy doesn't fucking care. Mm. 
Fuck, yes. <laughs> I don't really want to answer this question. <laughs> But it's I went, optional. No, I'm going to fucking answer. Okay. <laughs> I just recently went through a massive ego death that I have only experienced through ayahuasca. And um, this wasn't through ayahuasca. This was through life. And um, it was being confronted for the first time in my work. I was at the top of my game. Like never in my life had I been making the money that I was making. I'd never been more confident. I, I just had a best-selling book out. I did my first retreat in a fucking 15th century castle in Italy. And 20 women came and we were on fire and I was so fucking excited. <laughs> and I was so lit up and I was so shining and happy. And um, to be really honest, which I feel like this is what the universe is calling me to do right now. Um, a woman from the retreat said, I worship demons, <laughs> came back from the retreat. And she'll probably contact any of you that post me, and that's just what's been happening. And I've been dealing with this for about two months. A hater that she's broken to my classes, you guys. I had to hire security for my Zoom meetings. And it's been really intense. And, and I was called when I got really quiet and I experienced this, because I have mama bear energy, even for her. And so I got really like, okay, what am I supposed to do here? Because people are believing lies about me. People were believing it. And I, I just kept hearing this voice, let them. Let, let them go, this is a purge. And anyone who's gonna believe that, you don't want in your fucking field. You don't want them in your field. You don't want them in your business. You don't want them in your classes and you don't want them in your field. And so it was kind of beautiful then because after a week of being fetal on the floor, honestly, um, I went out to lunch with this bitch. <laughs> and she was like, oh honey, this is an initiation. <laughs> Okay, and she was like, honey, like Google any shiny person in the whole world. This is just what happens when you dare to shine. And I left that lunch and I was like, oh. <laughs> and um, it's, it's one of the, and like she said, you don't take flying lessons from bitches that don't know how to fly. You don't. And people who have been initiated and have jumped off the building and know how to fly are the people that in that moment, fetal position, say, who am I? Do I want to stop doing this work? Because I was asking myself the question of that. Or do I want to keep going because this is what I'm alive for? No matter what, if I have one woman in my class, if I have zero women in my class, I'm talking to the mirror. This is who I'm alive for, right? And yeah, I told myself all these stories, like everybody's gonna leave, and it's all lies, whatever. But like, you tell yourself these stories, right? But that's how you find out who you are. That's how you find out your why, is in those moments when people, when people believe lies about you. So it's all, yeah. Can we, can we all just take a big, deep breath? Let's just take a deep breath in. 
Deep breath out. That was for me because this question makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> because this is something I still struggle with all the time. So the first thing that comes forward when I think about, I'm an MG, so I need to respond to this. When did you release the need for outside validation? What helped you get there? So I'm not there. Self-awareness is my greatest tool. How many of us have been on Instagram or building communities for a decade or more? It's also designed to be addictive, which we need to be aware of, right? I have an addictive personality. So for me, navigating addiction to outside validation is, it's still a process. And what helps for me personally is mirror work. I had a, a situation a couple weeks ago. I couldn't even believe this was me. I've been creating content, doing the things for a long time. And I woke up that morning, did my practices, did my awaken, did my magical morning, did my tapping. And I was like, you need to post this post, Natalia. And I'm shaking. I'm in canvas shaking. And I'm literally like spelling things wrong, making it look. And I'm like, I literally grab my own face and I go, what are you afraid of right now? And I, I have a mirror in my office. And I sat down. And I said, what are you afraid of right now? And he said, I'm afraid of being hated. And I'm afraid of being seen as powerful. This is coming forward big. And I just sat there with myself. And I went from this, do you guys ever do that? Anybody? <laughs> Maybe because I'm an Aries, I'm like, let's, we need to talk. <laughs> we need to talk right now. So I'm like, okay. And I just turned that into like self-soothing. Because I'm like, oh man, that witch wound. God damn, it's deep. And I got up off the floor after that conversation finished that post, and I said, this is for whoever needs it. I posted, checked my spelling. I have a Capricorn Ascendant. <laughs> it's got to be pretty. It's got to be spelled right. Just kidding. Kind of not kidding. Um, and, and that's a process I move through. It's rare that it ever gets that bad, but I still go there. Do I get addicted to checking my likes? Do I get addicted to seeing the vanity metrics? Yes. But the tool of self-awareness, especially in the moments where it's like, ooh, I'm not getting that fill, it brings me right back here, right back here in front of the mirror to be like, who are you really? Who are you without all of this? And truth be told, that's a question I'm still navigating so I want to share this side of it because I just want you to know that if that comes forward, it's a piece of your shadow. It's a, it's a glimmer of your inner child. For me, I know that part of myself. I know it's the little girl that just like always wanted to be loved and accepted. And right now she's navigating that in the world of having a powerful business of being seen, of sharing, of 
being in a space of leadership and knowing that a lot of shadow comes forward to be loved and healed. And it's what like grounds me to be like, fucking be humble. Because even when, and this is for all of you because you're fucking powerful. I'm schwitzing, I need to take this off. Um, <laughs> thanks, babe. Because as you continue to grow and as you continue to step in the powerful, bold direction of what you want to create in your life, you always must, must, must have the tool of the connection to you as your own best friend. And I constantly, and Gauls knows this, I constantly work on being like Natalia. It's you and me. And when that relationship is solid, everything else goes so much smoother. I don't have Instagram posts that take me four fucking hours because I'm right here. So I love this question and I just want you to know that as you navigate stuff like this and you have a moment like I did where it's like, excuse me, post the fucking post because it's there for who fucking needs it. Love you guys. So Aries, I love it. Um, I'm going to read the question again, yeah, just because I think it's really impactful. Okay, so when did you realize the need for outside... Oh, when did you release the need for outside validation and what helped you get there? Yeah, I think, not to be uh, granular here, but I think what we want to do to get to a really generative answer is switch outside validation, right? So when did you release the need for outside validation and actually start thinking... When did I start living from the, the truth that worthiness is my fundamental birthright? 100%, right? And that is a cognitive decision that each and every one of us can make, which will influence not just our emotional responses, but the behavior that's built from that container. So what we want to think about is, how do I live from the truth with a capital T that I am fundamentally worthy of love, joy, belonging, and success right now, exactly as I am, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So not worthy when, if, or until, not worthy with some circumstance-dependent fucking bullshit about followers and money and this and that, no, no, fundamentally worthy now, and how do I behave from this truth? You're lying to yourself if you're telling yourself any other reality, all right? And then I think what happens is you realize I'm worthy and I'm a work in progress. Right? I'm worthy right now exactly as I am and I am a work in progress concurrently, right? So what helped me get there? <laughs> uh, it's a process, it's a praxis, right? Uh, and if you want some astrological insight on this, your Leo ruled friends, dead ass. I'm telling you right now, your Leo ruled friends, your fifth house placement will, I think, really illuminate your story to worthiness, okay? But you're fundamentally worthy. Listen to me right now, each and every one of you, exactly as you are. No ifs, ands, or buts are bad at act that way. And I can't wait to see what you achieve and become. Do you guys want to hear my answer about this? Of course. 
Okay. So I would say 85% of the time, I'm very much on my own track. And I don't really give a fuck what people think. There is a small instance where I care, but I'll tell you what helped me get the 85%. It was, well it is, from having been online since 2006 and consistently creating and sharing my real honest thoughts, opinions, photos, self, beliefs, etc. And it's from getting a job online in about 2011 that resulted in me being voted most hated person on the internet. So when this happened, I was writing for an online magazine. And when I would do my three posts a week that I had to do, the comments, there would be hundreds of comments, vitriolic comments about what a terrible person I was. And I would read them and I would literally shake in a fetal position because it was so fucking horrifying. Imagine everything that you fear is true about yourself being told to you over and over again. It's fucking brutal and there's nothing that can prepare you for it except going through it. And here's the thing that gets me to the 85% is years later, it's almost been 10 years since, I still see those people commenting on shit and they're still miserable. <laughs> they still hate their lives. They still are radically invested in tearing down people that they perceive as being too shiny, too bright, too loud, to what the fuck ever. And I know for a fact that they're not making a difference in their own lives or in the lives of anyone around them. And this is the price of being spectacular. And I'm it's not for everyone. It's not for the faint of heart because it's fucking hard as shit. Angel knows it. Chelsea knows it. Colin knows it. Actually, who on this stage has not received some like brutal online shit? Because we're all, everyone. And I've heard from almost all of you about it. What do I do? In fact, I used to get messages a lot from people who were like, hey, you know about this. I'm getting a lot of hate on the internet. What do I do about it? And seriously, it is an initiation. And the only way you get through it is by experiencing it. And then you realize it doesn't fucking matter because I'm still here, bitch. And I am like a cockroach. I will always evolve and I'm not going anywhere. Can I just, can I add something to that? That was iconic. You need, that needs to be real yesterday. Um, you, and this is why the proof is in the pudding that what separates people who make it and don't make it is their ability to keep fucking going in the face of everyone telling them what they're not. And I, this is why I, you know, we've all come to you with advice on this because you're the you're truly one of the OGs of, you know, everything. And you've just 
fucking flourished in the face of all these motherfuckers. And, um, you know, part of that is, I think, like, the being forged in flames. You know, this ability to kind of just get, like, extra shiny and extra sharp in shit that feels like it's going to burn you alive. And you are, that's it, you're the, you're the beacon of that. Yeah. So good. And also, you know, the question I ask myself, and this is something that I said to Chelsea when we went and had $17 smoothies at Erewhon the other week. I was like, you're a fabulous poet and a magical woman, and you bring so much joy and light to other women. I see them crying on your Zoom classes. Like, it's real. And are you going to let three miserable bitches ruin that for everyone else? Are you going to let them take away your light? No fucking way. There is no chance. So we have to be really strong. Also, I want to say something. I'm going to cry. But like when you are at your lowest low, and I thought, there was a hint in me that thought, (laughs) maybe, this is Gala Darling, maybe if I show up at this lunch, like all these stories, right? Like maybe she's going to be like, you fucking can't speak. I don't want the hate coming at me. I really, I thought that for a second. But like, when you, listen to me. In this last month, I'm going to crawl over this fucking table. In, in this last, in this last month, I've had the most badass energy of women. And this is what I was writing that I wanted in my life. Show, guess who went to the fucking retreat? Crystal, who's here? Is staying with me. And like the women that like show up are big energy and others can't meet you at your vibration. And when you level up, which is what I did in the last couple months, you lose people. You lose people, you just do. And all those haters, there's no way they can manifest when you, because we're all universally connected. So if you are hating on anyone, anyone, you are blocking your own manifestations for yourself. And if you're doing that for years, you are spiraling into a pit of darkness. So if you honestly, an ex-husband, ex-boyfriend, it's like drinking, hating someone is drinking poison, right? And expecting the other person to die. And you've got to cut that shit out. You've got to forgive and you've got to get on the path of light so the channel can come through you and your manifestations will just start happening. Do it for you. Do it for you. So. So I'm being given my quadruple million Capricorn in the back is giving me the So we're going to wrap this panel, but thank you all for being here. You're all so spectacular. It is my deep fucking honor to have all of these people participating, and I hope that you've enjoyed them.